Welcome, everybody, to the X Factor Podcast. I am your fearless leader. Just kidding. That's him over there, John Rennie. Uh, I'm riding shotgun and uh, manning the the bells, the buttons, the switches, the levers at Mission Control is the DFE, uh, affectionately known by his girlfriend who digs me as Parker. He's Parker the DFE and um, he's also the studio boy and also chip. He's got another nickname too. Um, So shout out to chip. Sweet. Wait, chip from from beauty and the beast. You are the chip. Oh, apparently I'm the beast and Rennie is the beauty. I don't know. I'm still not seeing that. I think you might be the beauty. I don't know. I think people need to go back and see the mankini episode and then they'll, they'll think you're the beauty. Um, (laughs) I, I am like part Yeti, I think. I mean, I've got so much back hair that I yes. can definitely see me sort of being the beast. Yes. Now, I've got a medical condition called chia butt where oh. like I just have fur everywhere. I'm really hairy everywhere except for like on the top of my head. Um, Interesting. Therein lies the problem. So <laughs> the X Factor podcast, as we... Uh, digress is brought to you by bottom gun coffee our friends at bottom gun coffee bottomguncoffee.com check them out uh, i am a big fan of ahab's revenge that is my yeah. favorite blend i've got some yes. right here yes john starts his day every day the rennie family starts their day every day with the breakfast blend yeah not every day i need ahab's revenge but there are some days when i've had long nights i need ahab's revenge to get going but mostly just the morning blend on on those mornings when you realize that you've suddenly run out of crystal meth that's it it's exactly when i need it yeah yep absolutely Don't, don't do meth kids no no meth so here we are and we're talking today about uh on oh we gotta let parker do his thing this episode of the X Factor podcast is episode number. This episode, uh, we're talking about some different shit. We are the last one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are going to talk, Coach Brew. Yes. We're going to talk, about- talk some crap today. I'm going to talk some crap. <laughs> we are. Well, actually, the subject was supposed to be technology. Yep. So, X Factor technology. And of course, what I picked is technology. We're going to talk about the birth and the growth of podcasting. But Coach uh, Brew. I'm having a Diet Coke because uh, I tell you what, uh, late night last night, we're up recording early today. Yeah. I'm I'm pooped. (laughs) So Coach Brew, when we talk about X Factor technology, you've chose what subject? We'll let you go first today. the, I think the original X Factor technology, uh, which is, well, it's two. two. I'm going to give you two today. Yeah. We're going to talk about fire and the wheel. That's original. You know, those are game changing developments by cavemen. Right. Yeah. Followed only, uh, or rivaled only, perhaps, by the stone tablet and chisel. Yeah. Which then became replaced by. Uh, the handwritten note on paper and with paper and pen. Yes. Which then became replaced by a different technology, which is actually the one I want to talk to you about today. All right. <sighs> Sweet revenge at its finest. Smelly revenge. Yeah. So uh, let me frame the conversation first. Before this technology is invented, you had to do some different things. Right. Okay. Um, story time. Uncle Brew's got a couple stories for you. Okay. No shit's about to get real because I'm taking the mic out of the mic stand. Every time he takes the mic out, yep. it gets real. So um, when I was in college, one of my teammates and I were um, doing like a little weekend road trip and going to visit his family. And we are on the, um, it's like Route 80 or Route 287 in New Jersey. Um, and you know how New York, New Jersey, the whole Metro area drivers are just crazy. They're insane. And if you're going 15 miles an hour above the speed limit in the left lane, you're actually crawling and you're pissing off everyone behind you. 
So apparently we weren't going fast enough in his Mustang convertible. And limo is tailgating us. The guy is like flashing the lights, like right on our bumper. And we couldn't, like we were in a spot where we couldn't move over right away if we wanted to. And this guy's like really riding us. He's flipping us the bird, honking the horn. I am assuming there's no, he wasn't transporting anyone in the back. He was just driving it to wherever he had to go. So he's flipping us off, honking the horn. We finally move over. He flips us off, you know, gives us half the peace sign. If you're Parker, we don't want to hurt his feelings. It wasn't the bird. It was just half the peace sign. Um, He's communicating using sign language. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, Top Gun reference, Parker. But you didn't see that movie. Anyway, we move over. He flies past us. And about 20 minutes later, down the road, what do we see? We see a porta potty on the side of the road. And we see a limo parked behind this porta potty. So, my crazy teammate, who will remain anonymous, decides, I'm going to get that MF or I'm going to teach him a lesson. So, I'm like, oh boy. And there's like no talking the guy down from the ledge once he's got something on his mind or he's in his cross player, right? In his heart. Player. Yeah, yeah. Like, which is basically like, you know, we're savages. You know, it's like right. living with a drunk chimpanzee. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So he pulls up real slow right behind the porta potty. Like, so there's the side where there's the door. And then there's the opposite side. He pulls up to the opposite side and then just guns it and knocks it over. And you just hear this guy going, ah, and then you just hear splash. Uh, and because he knocked it over, the door was flying down on the ground. He couldn't open it up and get out, uh, puts it in reverse and then just merges right back onto the highway. So he, it's like a blue juice stew right there. That's mm-hmm. not good. Not good at no. all. Yeah, it wasn't me. I will remind you, I was the passenger and I was trying to talk him out of making a bad decision. That is a crappy situation. Coach. It is. So like that sounds that's a way of getting revenge. It's a yes. bit extreme. Using... So fast forward. Yes. <clears throat> several years later. I am with another friend and we're in Philadelphia and we're doing like the whole, you know, go get a cheesesteak, hang out on, go bar hopping on South street kind of thing and kind of center city Philly. And we're parked on the street. It's all street parking, both sides of the road. And you're, you're, you get crammed into spots. And you, it's really hard to like, you have to go back and forth, back and forth just to get a good enough angle to pull out because it's just so congested and, and parking's at premium. So we're leaving like the last spot of the night, get back to his car. And there is a truck parked behind us. And basically his front bumper is resting up on top of, oh, my friend's back bumper of his car. Yeah. I mean, it's just scraping right over it onto the uh, taillights in the trunk. So he's like, can you believe this effing guy? Look at, I can't. And he is pissed. So I'm like, yeah, what what are we going to do? You're going to wait for him and like start a fight. You're going to call the cops. You're going to get a license number. What do you want to do? And he's like, cops aren't going to do anything i'm not like i might get my ass kicked so no i'm not going to do anything and i i'm like let's just go i get in the car and i see him walk over uh onto the grass there's like a little grass courtyard on the other side of the sidewalk he's just looking at the ground staring at the ground and uh I rolled down the window. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, reach into the armrest and grab that plastic knife that's in there. Huh? So you know where this is going. Yeah. 
So I hand him a plastic knife and he takes the knife and he like finds some dog poop in the grass and scrapes it across the plastic knife. And then he goes over to the driver's side door. Mm. Like at first I thought he was just going to key the car with a plastic knife, which makes no sense. No. Dumb and useless. But um, he puts the uh, dog poop and spreads it evenly with the knife up underneath the door handle. Perfect. Where you go to pull the door handle open when you're opening yeah. the door. Right in the fingernails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, oh, he, looked, he looked like a, uh, like seeing like Cupcake Wars or one of those baking shows. Like, oh, yeah. Just, you know, putting on that meticulously nice. Just... icing the cake, like with the greatest bit of detail so you couldn't see there were no signs of tampering before it was too late to figure out what happened to you and um wipes off the knife puts it back in the plastic bag that it was in puts it back in his car so obviously this isn't the first time he's done this and that was his way of getting revenge on someone that did something to him wow so now what is the common thread between those two sources of revenge? They're both kind of way, both kind of things to do. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fecal matter involved. In, and I think that's because we're heading in the direction of what you're going to talk about. So I share that with you because technology is a beautiful thing. The advances in technology allow us to do things uh, where they are simple, convenient, seamless, and you can remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. Enter, drum roll, poopsenders.com. That's right. Poopsenders.com. So wait, wait, you... wait, wait, wait. Poopsenders.com. I just have to go to their website. Okay. Oh, that's lovely. There's a giant, uh, that's a, what is that? Elephant rectal is butt right there with poop coming out on the front An exploding nice. elephant anus on the homepage banner Very image nice. on the website. It's a nice touch. So you can send poop anonymously as a practical joke, gag, or revenge. It's guaranteed to be anonymous. I think you might even be able to pay with Bitcoin, which does guarantee that it would remain anonymous. And oh. you can even choose the type of poop that you want to send. You want, to send know, I was, cow, I you want to send cow dung? We got yeah. that. $17.95. You want a quart or a gallon? You want elephant crap? That's $18.95 for elephant crap. A gallon of a gallon of cow dung. Why? Serving up the zookeeper's finest elephant crap. Yep. Perhaps maybe you're more uh, a gorilla poop kind of guy. For 20 bucks. 20 bucks, you get a quart. Gorilla poop. And look, I just noticed on the website, they have the combo pack, all yes. three in one big nasty mess. I want the, so that you can get a gallon or you get the mega pack. I wonder how big the mega pack is for $88. Ugh. All I know is no free shout outs, but poop senders, if you want to sponsor the X Factor podcast, I think this would be perfect. We probably have listeners who really benefit from being able to use this. So, you know, listeners, you go to poopsenders.com and our promo code X Factor. They get a discount on sending <laughs> to the person they want to get revenge on. Um, so here is interesting. So top 10 reasons to send someone poop uh, for your ex. That's probably the obvious one. Neighbors, pet crapping on your lawn for your mean boss. I like that one as a leader guy leadership guy Promo code for a boss. salesman or a mechanic <laughs> that ripped you off last minute gift idea for someone who has everything a almost gift. everything <laughs> almost everything for the rich gloating friend knock them down a peg i like that to the teacher that gave you your son or daughter a poor grade oh come on teachers poor teachers jeez and I, that's, I just want to throw in um have you guys read the testimonials Oh, yeah. On this website. Hang on. Looking... We got to do our top 10. Literally. Wait, we're not done yet. You're getting a little so... ahead of yourself, studio someone... boy. Oh, sorry, sorry. So number nine is someone left you a negative review. So, you know, we could do that to some of our P3 listeners who don't like us. Uh, or you just yeah. don't like them. Number 10, just don't like them. So, uh, again, 10 reasons to send poop to your 
friends or arch this, enemies. Yeah, this reminds me of the mafia. Their old saying is never do your own violence. You never do your own violence. Yeah. yeah. And what's what's interesting is you can send it 100% anonymously. So it's now accepting cash, no paper trail, 100% anonymous, no personal information the, needed. So we don't the, ask a lot of questions. We just send the poop. Here's the beauty of it. For, and this is their upsell. From a marketing standpoint, this right. is genius. They offer different sizes. They offer different choices. Uh, there is, um, it's kind of like an ascension program. You can start out, your entry level thing is a, a quart of cow poop. Okay. And maybe you want to mix it up next time you go with elephant or gorilla. You really want to make a statement. You go with combo pack for 88 bucks. Like there's a natural ascension in kind of the price structure, but it gets better. From what I understand for an additional fee, this is a nice upsell that requires no extra work for them. They include a note like kind of like you would include an invoice when something gets shipped or a packing slip. They include a packing slip essentially that says, if you want to know who sent this to you, their name is on a card in the center of the pile. So now what they've done is they get the, the person you're trying to get revenge on to dig through this thing. Perhaps they're so enraged. They dig through it by hand. And they dig to the middle of it and they find nothing because there's no actual name card in there. <laughs> that is genius. So is no extra effort. Yeah. Upsell. They upsell. That, intellectual resources, Trump financial resources. Again, poopsenders.com. Love you people. Um, I just want to throw in just two, just two of the testimonials that I, yeah. that I read on their website. Okay, this first one comes from Stan in Chicago, Illinois. That's what it says on here. This is this is testimonial. Not only was your poop some of the finest poop ever sent in the mail, but your placement of the want to find out who sent this card within the poop forces the pooped on to yes. actually sift through the poop, only to find out that you'll never tell them who sent them the poop. I just finally heard back from the pooped on friend and I almost pooped myself when I heard he dug through the poop to find who sent him the poop. Exactly. <laughs> and the, I think, honestly, this is probably my favorite one because I had the same issue with mechanic shops. Um, so Melissa M, it says here, Although I'm not usually a vengeful person, I've been shot yeah, on sure for the you're last not. time. You're female. <laughs> When, but she said i've been done for the last when i was just ripped off by another auto mechanic shop that charged me 490 dollars for brakes and a tune-up i probably didn't even need i sent them the biggest package of shit you had i don't care which one of them opens it they all deserve it as far as i'm concerned i mean yeah. you gotta love the disclaimer a, like a, i'm not usually a vengeful person <laughs> However, sure. I searched this on YouTube. I searched yeah. search this on Google to find you. So it's like when someone starts out feedback they want to give you with John, with all due respect. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah, you know there's no respect about to be headed your way. No, no. I love it. Well, one guy says, so, I, re I received two packages of <laughs> in the past two weeks. I know it's somebody in the office. Whoever's doing this, the joke is over. Quit sending me. <laughs> Oh man, this is uh, oh, so in all seriousness. I mean, I just gave you kind of the evolution of this technology, yeah. and I think it's brilliant. It is. Oh yeah. Well, especially it you is. didn't mention the right now what they have a special for Valentine's Day. I think I that's didn't. pretty. I'm nice. probably going to send that to my arch nemesis. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, the 2021 Valentine's Day. He doesn't listen to this. His ego is too big. <laughs> to allow him to possibly ever learn from me. Isn't this could that, have been a warning. This could have been a warning to him. Isn't that right, not. Cliff Fazilari? <laughs> oh, gosh. 2021 Valentine's Day special, a heart-sprinkled mega pack. Boom. So the mega pack, which is normally 89 bucks, which is cow, uh, gorilla, and elephant, elephant. poop, has those little candy valentine's hearts yeah in with, with it the, with the heart yeah with the hearts in them and it says like i love you on them and stuff 49.95 like 
that is, and it's a limited time offer. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the, it. It wasn't, you know, technology, John or Coach Brew. I didn't um, didn't expect poop senders, to be honest. Um, that's, uh, but I see the evolution of of revenge. It's now uh, yeah. you can just do it on the internet now. I mean, the internet has um, it's created an anonymity in a bad yeah. way on social media. These nameless, faceless Russian bots who stir hate, or just people who like, you know, like I had. Um, I tweeted something the other day and I had a hater say something to me and I just DM them. Like if we met in person, you'd oh, probably yeah. ask yeah. for a picture with me. Yeah. You know, like, or you'd ask for my autograph, Yep. but that's not going to happen. So you're just going to try and be tough on Twitter. Congratulations. Yeah. You failed. Yeah. Key- keyboard warriors. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes anonymity is good and let's face it if you're being a jerk of a boss or a mechanic who's screwing somebody over this is uh this is really kind of an occupational hazard you might get uh, an anonymous pile you know i i wait a little moment here i just want to do a little plug because you can send poop what kind of plug boss. john <laughs> what are you plugging up we are going to do a shout out. How's that? Oh, not a plug. No free shout so, outs. This is not, you know, it is. I'm a co-host. I can free shout out my own stuff. Oh, your own stuff. Okay. So I, I want to say you. this is that yeah. if you have a bad boss, you can send him poop with poopsenders.com. Or if you really hope to maybe one day they'll actually become a good boss, you can do the same thing, which is send something to him anonymously or her, but it's a copy of my book. That's actually I, better because that's a blow to their ego. Exactly. They need to learn something. And if yeah. you just sent poop, they'd be like, I don't know who this <laughs> asshole was that sent this to me, but it's probably a right. jerk of employee. If you send them a book on how to lead, yes, they're basically looking in the mirror and saying, wow, am I really that big of a jerk of a boss? Yeah, you are. So we do that the same thing on our website. You go to iHaveTheWatch.com. You actually enter the code BOSS and you actually get a discount and we send this anonymously to your boss. So a leadership book going anonymously to your boss. So you can go with the poop senders or you can actually go with something that maybe they might read it and maybe they might actually change and become a good boss. And remember, this episode of the X Factor podcast is uh, brought to you by Poop Senders. You can enter promo code xfactor and get yourself a discount when you send poop anonymously to somebody very good john that's great technology thank you for bringing poop sender to our listeners so before um you take us down the path of technology you want to take us i have a confession i need to make okay and this might be aging uh, dating myself aging myself a bit but um grab this I've, uh, I, I feel like I need to come clean on something that I've been hiding from you guys and from our listeners for a while now. Um, so I'll just say it. And this isn't easy to say, and it's not comfortable, but it's timely. And if I don't do it now, I might not have the courage to admit it any other time. My name's John Brubaker, and I'm addicted to Werther's Original Candies. That does show your age. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're my, yeah. grand, you're these my are, grandfather. These, these old, uh, really old school little caramel yeah. hard candies. Yeah. Yeah. No, my grandfather. Freaking delicious. Yeah. I haven't had one since I was like right. nine. They make have you ever tried the filled ones? The what? They have like the they have like the soft ones. With oh yeah, the, with yeah, like different. Like chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a purist. Uh, I did get some uh, Werther's original coated caramel corn, popcorn, and oh, that's good too. But nothing really is as good as these little candies. So mm. I'm gonna have yet another one this morning, and I'll shut up. And I'll let you introduce your technology now. But like, I, I really feel like I need a twelve-step program. I need the support of my co-host, my producer, and our tens of thousands of listeners, or just tens of listeners, whichever we have. Um, 
I need some emotional support to overcome this challenge. You do. Like, you, do. You, you can't, when you have a problem, you can't go it alone, you know? Yeah. You're becoming like my grandfather, not my father, my grandfather. Yeah. So that's all right. It's good. So <laughs> Coach Brew, I'm going to take you back to the late 70s, early 80s. There was a song that came out. You had called, a mullet. I did. And you probably wore like a, a Van Halen, maybe like a 1984 t-shirt. I did. I went underneath I went your flannel. Yes. Yeah. That was probably at uh, some point uh, got so old and ratty. You just cut the sleeves off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That's me back then. So there was a pop song that came out. It was called video killed the radio star. You remember that? Yeah. Video killed the radio star. That was like the start MTV. Video killed the radio that star. That was it. So, video so you remember, and you were old enough to remember. Yeah, see? Yeah. Back <laughs> when old MTV, enough to remember. MTV yeah, you is remember? like, what, 40 years old? And yeah. for a good 12 years, they played music videos. Yeah, so, so you and I are old enough to know when MTV played music, right? And so that song came out, Video Killed the Radio Star. And the whole thing was like, MTV videos, there's no longer going to be any radio anymore. Everyone's going to be watching videos, right? Yep. So my story, my story of technology actually talks about, go ahead. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, this is blast from the past. Maybe you remember, do you remember um, the MTV game show singled out? Mm. Chris Hardwick and Jenny McCarthy hosted it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a little later on, but yeah. Shout yeah. out to Jenny McCarthy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That she's uh, that, that would be my hall pass if I were allowed to have a hall pass. Parker's looking her up right now. So, so here's the deal. Uh, yeah, I don't here's even... the deal. So, um, so our story today. We'll come back to that. Our story today involves one of the original DJs from MTV, and that's uh, Adam Curry. If you guys VJs, they were VJs. VJs. Did I when I say DJs? I meant VJs. Yeah, not to be confused with the JJs. The VJs. We covered that in past episodes. Yeah. So Adam Curry. And so if you remember him, he was one of the original VJs, and there was only like four of them. So they would introduce it's like him, Kurt Loader. Uh who was the um the brunette, uh, the girl, the brunette with the short hair? uh downtown julie brown that was another one no she that was the black girl yeah uh who's the brunette with the short uh, hair yeah she was very and there's it, by the way i heard someone say this on a podcast once the closest thing to to a ghost or hearing what a ghost is thinking is exactly this moment when a two podcast hosts can't think of something and everyone every listener is saying it yep. out loud and we can't hear them Exactly, so, Martha Quinn. Martha Quinn. Martha yes, freaking Abs- Quinn. Yeah. Of course. How could you forget that? Got it. So, thank so you, thank we, you, Google. <laughs> so we had, you know, we had the birth of MTV, right? And then we had these VJs, and they would introduce music videos, and that that was thought to that was going to kill radio, right? Yep. But it didn't, right? Instead, said something else is killing radio, and this is kind of what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about podcasting, the technology never of podcasting. Of never yeah. heard of it. You what never heard that? of it. That's when two people get, or three people in this case, get a microphone and they talk random. (laughs) And that's what this is. So podcasting. So interesting. So podcasting only started 16 years ago, started in 2004. And you'd think that podcasting has been around forever. It's really a really new technology. But right now there's 1.75 million podcasts available right now with at least 43 million episodes you can download and listen that's crazy. It's only and here, one you really need to listen to, though. There's only one, the X Factor podcast, exactly. So, uh, but then six, 68 million Americans above the age of 12 listen to podcasts at least once a week. 68 million. That's almost as many that voted for uh, Trump on the last election. Not where get canceled, I know. I know. So here's the deal. What's I'm just biding my time, John. <laughs> just, all right. Good, good. Um, so what's interesting about uh, the, the birth of podcasting is actually it came from a VJ, Adam Curry, we talked about. He was involved with some of this. He, he actually, MTV actually started, he, he actually took responsibility for MTV's website and he was going to launch their first foray into web 
um, actually having a web radio. And he worked hard on this for over for many years, but it was really um, a guy named Dave uh, Winner or Weiner, I guess it is. He actually was the software designer for RSS feeds, created the RSS feed, and he was able to put audio into an RSS feed. And then working with Adam Curry, they were, they were able to figure out how to do this to be able to download to a device. And really what, what really sparked it was the first iPod came out in 2001. Now iPods, iPhones, they're a part of our life now, but it's only was in 2001, the first iPod came out. And between Curry and, and Weiner, they were able to get music, voice, sound to be able to go to an iPad or an, sorry, an iPod in this case, right? So they're able to figure out that technology. So instead of having to play real time like a, like, like a radio wave and you have to always be listening, they would just give you one, one shot, one RSS feed, and it would download it to your device and then you could listen to it whenever you wanted to. That was a major sh uh, shift in technology. Now we hence, have the ability- Well, hence yeah. the term pod. Yeah, well, that's- Many people mean. don't realize yeah. podcast means is an acronym. Pod yes. is an acronym for play on demand. Yeah, but it's it's actually was the, the, the actual was a journalist named uh, Ben Hammersley actually coined the phrase because he was talking about, this is really interesting because he was the first one to really bring it up. And he said, now all the all the ingredients are now, this, this guy wrote about, it, he said, all the ingredients are there for a new birth of amateur radio. He said uh, that you had, uh, it was kind of neat because you have three things coming together, right? You had the affordability of, of home production equipment and software. You had the iPod that was available, right? And there had already been an appetite for blogging. People had been blogging and writing articles for, for years at this point. And those It's essentially things, an audio blog. Yeah, exactly yeah. it. That's exactly what it is. And they brought it all together. And, and, and just those three conditions then created, in a way, amateur radio. And really, amateur radio, which is what we're doing right now, is what's going to kill the radio star, not video. It's yeah. actually podcasting is going to kill the, video, uh, the radio star and the video star, to be honest. So it's kind of interesting that um, that this was born from basically a VJ who wanted to be a who wanted to figure out a different way to do internet internet radio, and now we have it today. Internet radio is a thing. I mean, I, I we were talking about earlier in the in the show prep is I don't listen to the radio in my car anymore. I either listen yeah. to a podcast or I'm listening to an audio book all the time. I don't I don't can't remember the last time. I don't have any presets on my radio set to any radio stations because I don't listen to the radio at all. And um, so think about the major evolutions that happened in the past 15 years. We have this, we have this birth of amateur voices on the radio. Basically, the some, big of people, us are, some of us are seasoned professionals. Well, too. that's true. But in the past, you had the big networks controlled who was going to be who was going to be on the air. Well, now anyone can be on the air. And that's kind of an interesting thing. So in a way, I think podcasting has given people a voice that didn't it, necessarily have a voice. It is and, the democratization of media today. Yeah, it really is. And and right. look at, you know, a great example of that is Joe Rogan, who signed a $100 million contract, right, to go on to some internet radio thing. I don't even know what it is. No free shout outs. So, yeah. but $100 million because, and he basically started his podcast as a joke, right? Just a bunch of guys getting together. In what, 99 or 97? It was uh, in the early stages of podcasting. I don't know yeah. if it goes that far that back, but it was really early stages. And now look at it, look at his success, and it's become you know the number one podcast in, uh, in in I know in North America. I don't know about the world, but probably. Yep. But the point is now it's worth a hundred million dollars to somebody who says, you know what, we want to put you in our box, right? Versus being this just free voice out there. So, again, I think podcasting has changed the game i think it is it is opened up for amateur radio opens up anyone to have a voice and i'll just tie this back to leadership right we're talking about it what was this on podcast or a previous podcast is that you know those leaders that have big egos that only want to you know be surrounded by yes men or yes women mm -hmm. you know those are like the worst leaders ever the ones that are really good want the input from everyone and i think I think podcasting is a, is a way that everybody's opinion, everybody's ideas can get out there and you can like it, you can listen to it, or you can avoid it. I mean, but at least people can get their voice out there. So anyways, that's my, uh, my foray into what I think is an X factor technology is the whole concept and the idea and technology of podcasting. And 
I think it's no small coincidence that the democratization of media via podcasting and YouTube coincides with um, an era in at least American civilization or humanity where people are craving more and more authenticity. Yeah. And the example I'll give you is like, you know, the late shows and, you know, Hollywood, like, like they have certain wardrobes that you got to wear. They powder your nose, they put makeup on you, you know, they edit things out, they filter things out. Um, in music, you have auto tune, which can take someone who has there. a horrible voice and make them yeah. sound like, you know, um, a stadium status performer. And, and it's taken the authenticity out of all sorts of performances. Whereas you mentioned amateur radio, I actually think amateur radio is now the new professional radio because, you know, people don't want high production value. They want real. Right. Yeah. They crave real, they crave, crave authenticity. You know, Mike Rowe, you've heard of Mike Rowe, right? And the, the show dirty jobs, Yep. but, but his said, he says the claim to fame for my show, why people liked it so much is because we only did one take. We, we started the camera and then yep. whatever came out, that was the show. And uh, he said, there's authenticity in a first take. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what podcasting is. Uh, look at Joe Rogan again, three hours, he just turns the microphone on. If you got to go to the bathroom, he's like, go ahead, I'll just keep talking. Yeah. You know, he doesn't stop the show. He doesn't, you know, do a lot of post-production. It's, it's a three hour conversation and it's, it's authentic. And, you know, people mix up the words, they, you know, they cough into the microphone, all these weird things happen. But you know what, that's what life is. Life is not scripted. Life is not. Uh, life is chaos. I mean, we proved that this show is chaos, right? So yeah, it's a pirate ship. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. And yeah, I think um, to your point in terms of, you know, whether it's marketing, leadership, you know, the, the value of long form content is that, you know, you have like a quick little uh, media hit that you do for a segment on, let's say a news talk station or whatever. And you're on there, uh, there's sports talk radio, seven minutes, nine minute segment before they roll to a commercial break, which they don't work for the listener. They don't work for the audience. No, they work for the advertisers 100%. and the commercial breaks are more important than the actual content. Yep. And as a result, whoever the guest is and to a large extent, the host with these short segments, you're required to be a mile wide and an inch deep. Yep. And you cannot go into any detail. You cannot build rapport and trust in the same way you can in a hell, even a 20 minute, 40 minute, 60 minute podcast. Right. Yeah. You, you can actually have depth of knowledge and, and build rapport and trust and demonstrate that you have credibility. Yeah. It's, it's not a about game changer. It's not just sound bites, right? That's all we get, you know, on the evening news is sound bites, you know, talking heads with sound bites. And it's like, I, 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 you know, you, you don't know what this, he's an expert. How, how are you an expert? Right. Yeah. You know, it's like they do every time there's like an ongoing crisis, they'll bring on, you know, four talking heads and like, what's happening here? What, what do you think is going to happen? And it's just, that's, that's what, that's what it is. You know, it's all just talking heads. It's I think the same podcast, four people. It's the same for people. They bring yeah. in every time. Yeah. So I think podcasting is brought, it's gave people a voice, people that normally didn't have a voice and you can become whatever you want to be on a podcast. You can become the next um, Joe Rogan if you want to be, but, but, you know, or you can just have your chance to talk about, you know, a podcast on collecting stamps and you can have, you could be the best stamp collecting podcaster out there. Right. You know, and it, and it doesn't take, it's not a big barrier to entry to get into it. Parker, are there any Amish podcasts? I mean, they're not allowed no electricity. Idea, like, they're, technology is non-existent for them. I'm just wondering oh, if there's like there an is. Amish podcast. I bet there is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I bet there is. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, so, there's a podcast for just about anything. Yeah. yeah. Shoot, there's probably a podcast for sending poop to people. Poopsenderpodcast.com. I mean, I, I that might be us at this point. I mean, but, yeah, that probably is us. So I want to, yeah, I kind of want to leave you all with a thought here and it's about how you spend your time because there is so much noise. There's so many commercial breaks and interruptions and things, and you have this unused capacity every single day. 
And that is the time from the time you walk out your front door of your house and commute to work to the time that you go through the front door of your office. The average commute time in the United States is 23 minutes each direction. And if you live in any kind of metro area, you're listening to this saying, hell, that's a fraction of the time I spend on the road. So yeah, if it's the average, it means there's a lot above that and a bunch below that, but that's the average. So it's 46 minutes a day. And if you are selective in how you uh, curate what you and who you listen to, you can get the equivalent of an MBA during your morning and evening commute inside of a year. Yeah. I think about that hundred percent. And I'm a guy with an MBA and I can tell you, I've learned more from pod, listening to podcasts and audiobooks than I have in yeah. my time in business school. So I highly encourage it. I think either you or I've heard other, other places, the phrase dashboard university. That's you me. Know, yep. Yeah. Spend your time uh, adding value to yourself. If you're going to consume content, you know, you're on the road, you got to consume content. Don't just listen to, you know, top, top 10 radio, whatever it is, top 50 radio. Listen to something, listen to a podcast, get better, get better at your craft. What are you, a salesman? Great. Go find a sales podcast. You're into marketing. There's a hundred, there's a ton of marketing podcasts. Are yep. you, uh, are you a scientist, an engineer? What are you doing? And you, you can find a podcast around kind of things that you're interested in. If you want to be a great business leader, you want to be different. You want to stand out. The X Factor podcast, you're already here, right? Yep. You just got to tell your friends. So more people you, listen. If you can't get enough of us, because, you know, there's, we, we're all, hey, listen, we're human too. We might yeah. not look like it, but we're, we've got our kryptonite. My kryptonite are these Werther's original candies. Yeah. But we, we have a limited amount of time. We bring you this content as much as we can. But to augment what you're consuming right now, we each have our own podcast. We have our solo yes. pod. John uh, often likes to interview uh, leaders. Yes. And often I will, uh, during my morning commute, record a podcast for you. I'll hit record <clears throat> on my app and I'll talk you through my morning commute. Talking about leadership, marketing, business, entrepreneurship, whatever it might be. But that yep. if you can't get enough of us, you feel like you're having some withdrawal symptoms after you watch this episode. There's more where this came from. You just wouldn't enjoy both of our smiling faces together. Yeah. So I have uh, mine's deep leadership is my podcast and yours is the coach brew podcast, right? Correct. Yeah. So deep leadership. It's available coach at brew. coachbrew.com. Yes. And mine's available at johnsrenny.com. John, you want to plug anything? You got anything new going on? What's for sale over there? You know, for me, I don't, I, I have my, uh, my current book. I have the watch becoming a leader worth following. That's at I have the That's available. Uh, we're selling that. And my new book will be out this year. It's called All in the Same Boat, working on finishing that up. But I will plug one thing. Um, Coach Brew, I just got a copy of your book, Beyond Stadium Status, beyondstadiumstatus.com. This is the sequel to the very successful Stadium Status, a book that I love, a book that I applied the ideas uh, uh, from in my business a book that yielded me 1.2 million in new business in one year. So the, the other book, the sequel, I'm hoping gets me 2.4 million. I just started reading it. Okay, what's cool about it is, is that on page, uh, let's see, what was it? Let's see, on page, oh, it's XV. What is that? 15. 15. Page 15, there's a handsome guy in a tie. That's me. John S. Rennie. It would have tripled the print cost for me to do what I wanted to do with your picture. What's that? And it was to make the centerfold that like folded out into like a 16 by 20 size poster. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. The thought is the thought that counts. But yeah, you, so, uh, that was such a glowing review of the book. You got me so fired up. I might go buy a copy and read it myself. You should. You should. Yeah. Well, very and good. Where, where can people get that? At, I might uh, go buy a copy. Beyondstadiumstatus.com. That easy. Where else? Uh, coachbrew.com. And and where else? Um, Wherever books are sold, books a million. Amazon, no. Can they do that? No, it's not sold at any place other than those two. That's places. not normal. Why is that? Because, well, the Brubaker guy's kind of weird. He's kind of weird. Why? Yeah. 
Doesn't everybody buy books on Amazon? Why, why wouldn't he do that? Why wouldn't you do that, Coach Brew? That's a good question. Coach Brew, why didn't you sell this on Amazon? Why, don't, why aren't you selling it to Books a Million? Because they don't support authors not named J.K. Rowling or uh, Stephen King, basically. Pretty much. Unless you are going to make them zillions of dollars they're not interested in supporting you amazon reserves the right to change the price they maintain no price integrity uh, they turn it into a race to the bottom um, and jeff bezos doesn't need any more of my money or your money listeners uh, he had his most profitable year ever during a global pandemic mm. at the expense of small business owners who were deemed non-essential and their businesses were closed exactly um, so essentially, Amazon isn't a bookstore. It's not an e-commerce business. It's a big tech company, uh, much like Google and Apple. And my decision was, you know, people are saying, oh, Google, Apple, big tech, they're uh, eliminating uh, the First Amendment, freedom of speech. They're silencing people whose, whose viewpoints they don't agree with. It's only censorship and elimination of the First Amendment if the government's doing it. Right. Now, big tech has been allowed to grow too big, but that's another whole conversation. That's their choice. They choose who they host and who they don't host on their platform. You could be kicked off at any time. So uh, I decided that I would choose where I host my book for sale, and I'm choosing not to make it available on Google, Apple, or Amazon, rather, uh, to support the little guys, the underdogs, the small business owners like us so yeah you're gonna have to go to beyondstadiumstatus.com to buy the book i, I hope you'll that's great i hope you'll support my position in that and you'll shop local yourself i'll encourage it it's great you know again the first book great book i'm looking forward to the second book i've got it i haven't read it but um looking forward to it so that's it for today thank you for showing up and being part of the X Factor podcast. Uh, hopefully you learned something. I know I did. I learned about poop senders, something I- Poopsenders.com promo code X Factor. Something I wish I didn't know about, but that's okay. That's what you get with the X Factor podcast. You get good, serious lessons and sometimes some craziness. What do we want them to go do, Parker? The, well, well, let's start with P3s yeah. and P2s. You're a P3 or a P2, check your penis. Yes. You need to be a P1. How do you become a P1, Parker? To be a P1, you need to like, comment, and most importantly, share. Not just online, share in person, tell people. Just be like, hey, Add I really like this podcast. From the rooftops. Exactly. But share, like, subscribe. Uh, comment, please interact with us. Comment, comment, comment. Shout out to how do you do you want to say it? Do either of you want to say it? You want to say it? Do you want me to say it? Shout out to our P, our, our top one, the heavyweight champion, <laughs> the heavyweight champion, yeah, the heavyweight champion, the X Factor heavyweight champion, James freaking Elliot. Yes, yes. you want to uh, step your game up and uh. Join the elite company of James Elliott as a P1. He's kind of the P1 OG, original gangster, godfather, whatever you want to call him. Literally. Yes. Yeah, he, uh, it, I will forever refer to his uh, voicemail that he left at the xfactorpodcast.com uh, as the showstopper. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to, we're going to stop the show right now and Parker's going to roll his review of the X factor, because that's the best that's gold standard that you should attempt to aspire to and uh, send us a voicemail. And maybe we might shout you out. Maybe we might have to transfer the heavyweight belt from him to you. As a P one listener of the X factor podcast, it is my solemn duty to provide commentary. When you first see it on YouTube, you might think you're watching a 21st century woke version of the Brady bunch. But you'd be wrong. The X Factor is a new, awesome, and succulent podcast featuring two global icons, the creative genius of coach John Brubaker and the solid character of John Rennie. Like the Wonder Twins of the Justice League, they touch rings to take on the form of the X Factor. Let's first start with the White Terror of the North, the deadlifting 
former naval officer, forever submariner, and leadership guru, John Rennie. John is a successful CEO of Peak Demand and the best-selling author of the book, I Have the Watch, which I have a personalized signed copy. John has his own podcast called Deep Leadership, and when John is not mentoring others to become better leaders, he is enjoying his four basic food groups of bottom gun black coffee, bourbon, pre-workout powder, and protein drinks. John's best leadership posts on social media come late at night when he's enjoying a good glass of bourbon. John is the anchor of the X Factor podcast and is a perfect balance to the ADD rabbit hole diving co-host, Coach Brew. So this brings us to Coach John Brewbaker. The yin to John Rennie's yang, Coach Brew is a mankini-wearing, photoshopping, former lacrosse co- Who the hell plays lacrosse? Anyway, never mind. Former lacrosse coach, who is now an executive coach and internationally celebrated author. Two of his most popular books have been Seeds of Success and Stadium Status. While most people don't know Jack about coaching and mentoring, Coach Brew is an expert. When he is not recording the X Factor or pinching the nipples of Vikings, Coach Brew is on a worldwide book tour to promote his new book, Beyond Stadium Status. His book has had a wildly successful release, and it's rumored that the book is even popular with such dictators as Kim Jong-un, President Xi, and Nancy Pelosi. Now, I would be remiss not to mention the DFE. Pulling this two-ring circus together, working his magic in the lower square is no other than the ringmaster, the intern, the director of freaking everything, the one and only Parker. Parker is an outstanding kid who happens to be too young to remember Seinfeld. When he's not watching his favorite boy band videos on MySpace, Parker is producing, looking up info on Wikipedia, and keeping track of the podcast finds for free shoutouts. So if you're looking for a show that is fun and that will give you a wild ride like day-old gas station sushi, the X Factor podcast is for you. You will love every minute of the show, or you'll hate it. Honestly, it's your problem, not mine. But you must experience it before they get themselves canceled. Finally, if you want to become a P1 listener, it's simple. Subscribe, like, share, leave your own comments, and check out their sponsor, Bottom Gun Coffee. I have spoken.